Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome to the March 4th and 5th, 2023 edition of Tech Talk. Glad to have you along. Saturday morning, March the 4th, we are live Sunday afternoon rebroadcast and then a podcast for you if you missed some or all of the show at the live or rebroadcast times. We this weekend is moi, Alan Perry. Charles Martin, the Victoria McAnai OS User Group Program Director, a uh, Victoria Computer Club instructor, the London Drugs In-Home Tech Specialist, a contributing editor, and the voice of the Apple Insider Daily Podcast. <laughs> you had to take a breath. You couldn't quite get it all out. <laughs> nope. And? And I'm Brian Pavlich. It's your Tech Talk producer. How's life as a daddy? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. It's we've, I think we've really made some big improvements. Uh, we found out that uh, little bub has a... Uh, an, an allergy, a dairy allergy that he was uh, suffering oh. from. So now that we've been able to isolate that, he's like his stomach's so much calmer. Yeah. He's oh, he's he's like smiling now and making sounds like ah, ah hello, yeah. little stuff. And oh, it's just I'm smitten. Like I'm a, I'm a goner now. Like we, we, now that he smiles at me, like I'm hopeless. I'm just so in love with that little guy. And the pronunciation of his first name? Oh, Milo. Because I was showing it to somebody and they said Milo, and I go, no, I think it's Milo. Yeah, it's a tough one because we can't use the accents in Canada. They don't. They only let you use a few accents, like French, and I think there's a couple other accents. Right. And you can pretty much only put them on vowels. I think. I don't think that. So we can't put the the accents we need for it to be correct. So what would the accent be? Oh, I can't remember. Juna knows all the accents better. So, I, that's so much. That's over my head. The I instead of a dot over the I. I think it's a little. Yeah. The, uh, the up, d- upper yeah. dash or the there's a the tron- there's the hat and yeah. then there's the V and we are only allowed one of them and. It's, really? Yeah, it's bad because, I mean, the worst part about it is, like, all these indigenous names in yeah. Canada, we can't, they don't respect any of that's those. That's coming. That's coming. They I, have I to hope. reprogram the computer systems. That's the that's the challenge. And they can't just reprogram Vital Stats computer system because yep. when they pass that on to ICBC uh-uh. or uh, wherever, whichever agency of government, so all of those computer systems, it sounds so simple. Oh, we'll just let them have the eye with the hat. Right, right. <laughs> doesn't exist in that computer system. So it seems yeah. weird because you think like if they run on Windows, like yeah, they can get it. If but. London Drugs' name tag system can do indigenous names with the proper uh, which accents, it does. yes, which it does, then hello government. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more. To be fair, it's a little more complicated than that because so many of the government software was proprietary and written for them. Oh right, oh. and those people may be long gone. Sure. Yep. So you've got to find. I have those a friend people. of mine who's making a fortune writing. Uh, still writes COBOL. Yes. Because bank systems still depend yeah. on it. That is a language that hasn't been in widespread use since the 1970s. Yeah. So, and in some cases, when you find the coders, whether they're the original or the successors, they say, "No, that system can't. Ha- we can't add that in. That's not possible the way it's written." Yep. So get a whole new system. Uh, sure. So, yeah. the, so I didn't know they, they were actually working on that. Do you yes, know, very much they, so. Have they given any estimate or anything? No, they, I know it's a really important one for vital stats and yeah. for driver's licenses and for BCID. Marriage licenses, birth certificates. Yeah. The, goes on and on. Yeah, but the big one was for people to actually carry their photo ID, either a driver's license or the BCID card, yep. and to make that be able to have those names. Mm. Okay, so maybe we won't get it now, but in the future when they do this correction, we'll be able to add the accents oh, very and much it'll so. be a little more clear. Yeah, and, and I thought, okay, well, you should be able to get that system. And then they said, but wait a minute, what happens if you get stopped by the police in Washington State? Oh. And when they bring up your license... They can't punch it in or something like that. Yeah, because it yeah. can't display your name. 
because oh. your name uses characters that their system. So they, so you can understand. It sounds so simple. Just do it. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of cascading. This is, this is why everybody should have rapper names as a secondary. <laughs> yes, this sounds like Y2K or something. Yeah, like, <clears throat> we're gonna break the whole system if we add the little accent. Yeah, so uh, literally, and yeah, like I look forward. Revenue. I look forward to the first album from Little Milo X. <laughs> Um, a couple different things off the top here. I encourage you, if you have a printer, we have something for you. We have some free ink cartridges for you. Maybe. Um, if, well, if you have the right cartridges. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, specifically. So if you go to shownotes.ca, for those of you that haven't already, there's a new category uh, fairly high up in the notes under ink giveaway. I've taken a picture on the floor of all the cartridges that Charles... And Gary and I have collected. These are all unopened, brand new, brand cartridges from printers that have died, and the replacement printer Charles required a different cartridge. But, but of course, <laughs> but that that is the way capitalism works. An entire wall of cartridges at the stores. So, uh, I'll read them out here. Uh, check your printer because these are yours for the asking. You just need to text us or call us, and once some once they're spoken for, I'll strike them through. Uh, on the text there, but especially, Brian, if you've got a printer, an Epson printer that uses 69 number cartridges, yeah, then you're going to clean up because we have uh, a lady who had bought them when they were on sale, and then the printer died. So there's in two in a total of 14 cartridges: cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. This should keep you going, even on the regular size cartridges for for a few years. Yeah. So check your printer if you have an Epson brand printer. Does it use the cartridge number 69? If so, get a hold of us. We also have Brother LC75. So if you've got a brother... I encourage everybody uh, who has a printer to make a note of what the ink number is. Yes. Very often people will come into London Drugs, for example, and say, I need ink for an Epson. They know the model number. And then we still have to look, have it, to up. look it up. So um, save time and know your yeah. ink number. What you can do is just open up the little door on the printer, take out your smartphone, and take a picture of the cartridge just sitting right there with the numbers. Yep. I, I do that because I have two printers, and so I have them there. Yeah, exactly. And Good. I know I, you know, so that. Um, also, if you have a Canon printer, so we've covered Epson and Brother, if you have a Canon that uses Maxify 1200. These are XL cartridges. These will save you a chunk of change as well. These are the extra large cartridges. They have three times the ink of the regular. There's not a lot of printers that use the the Maxify 1200s, but if this is yours, they are yours for the asking. This is your lucky day. Yeah. Also, Charles, we have Epson 302 cartridges. And your printer may not need all four. We've got cyan, magenta, yellow, and black, and also photo black. If yours does not need the photo black, that's okay, but we've got them if you do. Also a Canon PGI 270 and 271. 270 is photo black, 271 is black. And something that most of you may not know is a thing, but on some Epson printers... They have a little, we call it the diaper on That's most right. printers. There's a little sponge normally down in the rear right side of your printer. And when it cleans the heads or when the device goes off, the excess ink gets scraped off and put into that sponge. Right. It's a diaper. When it fills up, it will tell you you need to buy a new printer. In some cases, the medium quality printers, mm-hmm. they actually have a maintenance box. Mm. And it gets squirted into 
that That's much right. bigger sponge. Yeah. And when the maintenance box gets full. I remember the first time it popped up on my screen. I didn't know it was a thing. Mm. And it says, your maintenance box needs replacing. And I said, well, goody, what the heck is that? Yeah. I had to look it up. And there's a little screw on the back of the printer, and you open it, a little door opens up, and you take out this box, which is about the size of uh, a third of a pound of butter, mm -hmm. and you put a replacement one in there, and they're about 20 bucks. Yeah. And then you're... But you've got to order them, and they've got to arrive, yeah. and you can't really so, use the printer when the maintenance box this, is full. We mentioned if you have an Epson 6000 printer, the, the maintenance boxes are like the cartridges, no two are alike. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're if you have an Epson six thousand printer, then we have an E three six six one ink maintenance box for you. Should you ever need it? Yeah, that one's courtesy of Carol, a client I saw this year. Yes. She, yeah, she was uh, happy to donate to the printer fund there. So she yeah. So thank you to all the donors. So if anybody would like those, then by all means, give us a text ten seventy ten in Canada. I will drop them off to you later this weekend. Ten seventy ten. If you're and if you have any ink that's in a drawer because you've just changed printers, yeah. you know, let uh, let Alan or I know, or any of our other helpers. Yep. And uh, like we'll pick David it up Jones and, and save it for the next yep, round. Save it for somebody you else. You can call us at two five zero three eight six one one six one or star ten seventy. Not just for the ink cartridges, but also if you have any of the tech questions, especially while Charles is here, yeah, he is a Mac special as well. We tell you a lot, Charles. We tell people about a lot of security issues. We've got one that's going to put a smile on your face, I think. Finally, for yes. once. This is from Ontario. A 74-year-old grandmother. So you tell this story. This is, it's item number five in the show yeah. notes. This will make you feel good. Feel free to pass it. It's gone around the world. Charles has put in the link from BBC News. And so this 74-year-old grandmother got so fed up, she'd been, she'd been attempted to be scammed three times previously, but yeah. she's a smart cookie, so she didn't go for it. Yep. And the fourth time, she decided to go, you know what? I'm going to play along. So what happened was the scammers called her the morning of 1st of March saying they needed the cash for bail money. Right. When she asked who was speaking, the suspect acted upset, saying, oh, come on, it's your grandson. Right. And, uh, yeah, so she she said, you know what, I'm going to play along. And yeah. she called, she thought quickly and called him by the wrong name. Yeah. And he responded to it. Yeah. Ha-ha! He told her an elaborate story about how he got into a car crash with a fictitious friend and pills were found in the glove compartment. He even had a few tears, she said. He told her he loved her. Yes. So she arranged to, she okay, said, okay, I'm going to go, to, I'm going to call the bank. Yeah. And I'm going to arrange for, what is it you need? $9,300? Okay. I'm going to call the bank and we'll get this arranged. Except instead of calling the bank... She called police. <laughs> and so so they, when, they, when the couriers came, and they're not probably the people who called, perhaps, right. but they are the couriers yeah. who come to the house to get the money, uh, guess what? Evan and Noah, aged 19 and 22. Yeah. And not only did they arrest them, mm -hmm. but in their possession... They found a large quantity of money, which they suspect they had collected from other people. Just collected from that somebody had been else. Scammed as well. The police located one other victim from Amherstburg in Ontario, looking for a second victim. So, in her words, first of all, you never give them your grandson or granddaughter's name. You ask them what the name is. You call the police. You call your family. So, way to go for her. I think that is a Bonnie. Bednarik, she is my hero. Yeah. She's, she's our hero. I just want to mention that the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre 
said that in 2022, it received fraud and cybercrime reports of $530 million lost, mostly to seniors. And that was up 40% from 2021. Um, And in the U.S., it's much worse. More than 92,000 seniors were victimized, and they lost $1.7 billion altogether in losses. So item five in the show notes, if you want to show this to your parents Mm -hmm. or grandparents... Mm and ask them what they would do if they got this call from somebody claiming to be you and make sure they understand. It's a very, very common scan, and while this one has worked out really well, we want Bonnie's success to motivate other people to not fall for it. Yeah, and she's 74. It's it's not, oh, I'm too old. I can't can't figure out what's real anymore. Yeah, So. so there you go. Okay, phone lines are open, texts are open, emails are open on Saturday morning when we are live. Star 1070 again on a mobile phone, 1070-10 by text. If you text, please include your first name somewhere in there in case we have to ask you a follow-up question. Emails go to techtalk at cfax1070.com. We have a bunch for you. We have lots of things to tell you about. We have some updates on the uh, GPT engines here. If you have an iPhone or iPad and want to make it easy to show your proof of COVID vaccinations on the few places where you still have to do that, we have an easy way for you to do that as well. On the other hand, just in time for spring break, if you're going traveling, guess what the carriers have done? (laughs) You'll never guess. (laughs) I'll tell you in a minute. 21 after the hour on Tech Talk. Sharon has claimed the LC71 Brother cartridges. Oh, now, I'm just going to be careful because they're actually LC75 cartridges. Sharon, could you check your printer and and make sure that we've got the right one? That might have been a typo and you meant LC75, uh, but that's what they have. 71s will not work for you, so I'll hold off striking those through on the screen until we do that. So... Just in time for spring break, the carriers, well, two of the three, tell us kudo, following the lead of Bell and increasing their roaming rates starting March 8th. Tell us kudo, easy roam rates will increase to $14 a day for the U.S. to $16 a day for international. And then the next day on the 9th, Bell and Virgin Plus will there will raise their roam better rates to $13 a day for the U.S., $16 a day for international. Rogers, as of now, are still $12 a day for USA, $15 a day for international. Where's the CRTC? <laughs> what? Where, yeah, where is the CRTC? Well, I mean, it, it's what the market will bear, right? People... There's no... You know, <laughs> sorry, continue. No, yeah. no, I know, I know where you're going. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Uh, they wouldn't be raising these rates if people weren't continuing to pay those rates. Yeah. Or oh, they well, didn't feel like they were forced to. Like, if people don't know about Airlow and these other exactly. options, they're just taking advantage of them. Yeah, and so thank you to the people that give us feedback and tell us other things. So if you are going traveling and don't want to pay those roaming rates, check out the options under our travel tech tips. There's three freebies that you can use as the American companies try to lure people from their competitors, and then there's the one that we've used around the world. Uh, Charles, when you went to Florida, you were going to try... Uh, Los Angeles, actually, this most recent trip. Oh, sorry. But uh, but I did do I did also try it in Florida. I have an iPhone XR as my personal phone. It's an yeah. old phone. That um, was the first phone, that was the first year iPhones could handle right. eSIM. Came out in 2018, so it is a five-year phone, six-year phone now, yeah. right? Yeah. So I should replace it, but... 
uh, I, you know, it's done great and it's still supported. So why not? So um, the, the, I'm the only one apparently who's having any trouble with Aerolo. Uh, and I've spoken to the company about it, and they're mm-hmm. super nice. And their yeah. customer support is really, I, I can't speak to it highly yeah. enough. I've mm-hmm. spoken directly to engineers mm-hmm. on this project, and we just can't seem to figure out what it is about my 10R yeah. that isn't making it work. And it may be that that was the first year that eSIMs were that available. That was the first year that eSIMs were available. And maybe it's pushed off, pushed off the edge there. So yeah. Shelly's on the phone line with a question about Aerolo. Hi, Shelly. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I did hear about the Airlow through your show, and I went to Mexico and obtained it. Yes. And it was a struggle to get it to work initially, because the connections, uh, how they had it set up, it wouldn't wouldn't activate, and I could see the, the, uh, it would try and connect to the local internet like the, mm-hmm. the provide whatever the provider the telecom there, yeah, or whatever yeah. provider mm-hmm. but it couldn't connect and i spent a lot of time with them uh just contacting them about how to do it and they there as the previous caller had said their customer support was really great the only thing i was emailing them because i had no phone right and it would take 12 hours at the beginning, 12 to 18 hours to get a response back, but as the problem continued, the responses were coming back more quickly. Oh, what did they end up doing to make it work, or did they make it work, Shelley? They did make it work. Uh, they had some of the... Oh, it's a little, a, it's a little, a little geeky, bit. yeah. Um, first of all, what type, yeah. of phone, what type of phone do you have? I have a Samsung Galaxy S21 Plus. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so a very they recent were. phone, yeah. Yeah, and they had a lot of, they had me changing settings inside the the mobile network. Right, yes. The access yep. point. Yep. The access point name was uh, one that they I couldn't get it to work, and they had to keep changing that and change the information and type that in, and I would do what they said. Yep. But then I, and then they always just kept asking for screenshots. So every day when I'd get back <laughs> to my residence, I would, okay. you know, read their email, do the, what they said, send them more screenshots, and it was back and forth. But it took three days. Wow. But then once it was in, it was great. It right. worked. Okay. So now I know a bit more what to do for next time. But That's great. That yeah. Was, yeah. That was experience. We have found uh, that if when there are problems like this, uh, Shelley, they tend to be with uh, Android phones. And I think, Charles, that's because there isn't one standard for Android phones the way there is for iPhones. Right. Uh, because manufacturers sort of do things differently with the Android operating system. Well, within, like, Samsung yeah. tries to be pretty consistent. Yeah. LG tries to be pretty consistent. But but the problem is they're two different consistencies. Exactly. So yeah. everything on an LG phone may be in a different place than it is on a Samsung or a Pixel yeah. or, a, you know, some other brand. Yeah. So... Um, so um, thank you for sharing that experience. Yeah, thank you. It's really valuable. If anybody else is going to be doing that and is worried that this might be an issue and do not want to spend three days on the beach doing screenshots with, with Aerolo, um, make sure somebody else who's with you has the Aerolo app on their phone. Yeah. And then if theirs is working, then you can contact Aerolo by phone directly. Yep. And then you don't have to do screenshots and wait for email replies. But that's great. The, again, the app is A-I-R-A-L-O. It's free to get, and then you pick your SIM card for whatever country or region you want. eSIM, yeah. Yeah, eSIM. 
So you need a phone. Yep. And as now now that we know from Charles, so if you've got an iPhone XR, eh, maybe. Or if you've got an Android phone that's five or six years old, mm. yeah. But do so, that. Yeah. yeah. Now, for those of you who are going down to the States all the time, uh, it might be worth your while to look at the TELUS Bell Rogers U.S. Canadian plans. Yeah. Now, this is new. This is item number 11 in the show notes. The roaming rates is 10, 11 in there. TELUS Bell and Rogers have all replaced their 60 gig a month plan with 100 gig a month plan. And I know you're expecting to not hear this, but the price is actually the same. So they've gone from 60 gigs to 100 gigs, and they've kept the price. Yeah, now, to be fair... not cheap, but it's cheaper than daily roaming yeah, for a month. Yeah, it's $105 a month. So these are for people that are heavy data users, right. that are streaming a lot of stuff when they're out. Well, they're going to be in a place where that's the only reliable connection yeah. they expect to have. Yeah, like if you're up in Highlands or in Isuk somewhere where there's a Guatemala. cell tower. But, yeah, but you're beyond high speed. Yeah. 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 Now, all three of those plans, TELUS, Bell, and Rogers, all include USA roaming. So I've put a screenshot in of the three plans. There you go. And $105 a month for this for these plans may seem steep, but again, this is cheaper than less than 10 days, about a week of yeah, roaming. Exactly. So it's actually a bargain if you're going to be down there for a while. Yep, and you could also knock it back down when you get back. Right. The three carriers do also still offer $85 a month, 25 gig plans, and $95 a month, 50 gig plans, except for Rogers. They have a 95, 40 gig to be different. Anyway, there you go. So that is in... Rogers, we offer less there. value. Yes. Now, I had another travel <laughs> question while we're on it here. Uh, oh, okay. I know that sound. That means time, <laughs> time for Steve to give us CFAX News updates. Stay tuned. We've got a whole bunch of other questions here for you, and we'll get back to those and hopefully have answers when we continue. Stay with us. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, Charles Martin is with us. He is the Victoria Mac and iOS program director, user group program director, among many other hats he wears. And that is significant because we have the monthly meeting for the merry month of March. Beware of the Ides of March coming up this week. Yes. And no, the I'm, Ides of March is not till the 15th. I'm very excited about this month's meeting because uh, Alan's going to graciously give us some live chat DPT, GPT demos. Yes. And uh, I cannot wait to see what our group will come up with to have it ask you. Because I thought that's the really best way um, to demo the difference between searching and creating is actually have people ask things. On top of that, the other thing is that you don't really get a good sense. Although um, uh, Ian Hendemansing did a good job on CBC the other day. Yes. He did a live first time demo he had never tried it before mm-hmm. and uh you you really did get to see how quickly it actually produced the answer and that's one of the things i'm hoping to see in the zoom meeting yes is somebody will say write me a country song involving my dog and my wife not necessarily in that order and <laughs> <laughs> and, and it'll go 10 seconds later and go here you go yeah i love watching the look on people's faces when i when i show it to them and and exactly what you said watching the speed with that information we fed it and it's just spitting it out same thing with recipes there was a lady in in miami who uh runs a pr agency who's being interviewed by cbc and she said something like you know we are going to definitely start incorporating this in our pr releases because it used to take two days now mm-hmm. it takes two hours but yeah. we still have to have a human check it and fact check it 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and uh, she also likes to have them add maybe a more interesting lead or a more interesting conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, ink update. The Canon 1200 XL cartridges are spoken for. They're going to Mike. And Sharon is getting the brother LC75. If you're Yay. just tuning in, we have a whack of cartridges here that are yours for the asking, especially if you have a printer that uses Epson 69 cartridges, number 69. Uh, we have 14 of those cartridges unopened. Two of oh. them are in boxes that the boxes haven't even been opened. They right. are yours for the asking. Just get a hold of us, and we'll be glad to drop them off to you in the coming days, as well as some other Epson, HP, and Canon. I forgot to mention HP 76XL tricolor cartridge. This is the single cartridge that has the magenta, cyan, yeah. and yellow in it. If you can use one of those, we'd rather save you the money. So they're all yours for free, just asking. The other part of our uh, VMUG meeting yes. is going to be uh, we're taking a look at some of the new shows coming out from Apple TV. They're, they've recently announced a bunch of new seasons of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Apple TV Plus, I have to be honest, uh, even if you are not an Apple person at all, your smart TV will probably get Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus, and it's a channel you should be looking at. There's some at really least, neat At least giving it a try, yeah. because there's some terrific shows on there. If you've bought an iPhone, an iPad, AirPods, anything like that, Mac, anything, you get a three-month. They've cut it back. It was a year, it was six months, nine months. Now it's a three-month free trial. Yeah. And Still you, pretty generous. And if you're busy right now, and it would, the trial will be wasted on you, that's okay. You have six, as of now, you have six months after you buy the device whatever you'd bought. That's right. To claim your three-month free trial. That's right. So if you've got a bunch of people coming to town and stuff going on, then yeah, okay, you, you can save it until... And until for those of there. you who enjoy soccer or football, as we like to call it, um, you probably will want to know that uh, Apple has secured the rights for MLS soccer for the next 10 years. So maybe Apple TV Plus is going to be on your menu all of a sudden. Oh, I thought you were going to say, watch out for March 15th for everybody waiting for Ted, <laughs> Lasso, Ted Lasso, Lasso returning yeah, yeah. for the final And third they and picked final that season. on the Ides of March? Wow. Oh, March 15th is the, the Ides of March. Isn't that correct? Yes. On top of that... Because that's uh, when Caesar was... That's right. where that comes from. Well, allegedly. Ah. Yes. Uh, on top of that, there's actually a new document, three-part documentary coming out on Apple TV about Real Madrid. Uh, which is a football team yes. in Europe. And uh, so, yeah, if you enjoy soccer, boy, oh boy, have they got a lot of stuff for you. Speaking of which, Lionel Messi, the captain of the World <laughs> Cup winning Argentina team, guess how he celebrated? This is a fantastic story. He gave every member of the team and the staff gold-plated iPhone 14 Pros. Oh. Engraved with each player's name, number, and the team logo on the back. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'd die for that phone. That's imagine, imagine the person at Apple taking that order. Well, actually, it was a it was a third party company that does the gold plating. Yes, uh, but yep. yeah, I need I need you know twenty seven <laughs> oh, iPhone fourteen that. Pros. Yeah, please. when you yeah. think of that, all the staff and yeah. everything. But, yeah, but yeah, that was an incredibly generous thing. Now, of course, he can afford this. It was over two hundred thousand yes. dollars for the phones alone, and um, the <laughs> and uh, he's one of the highest paid athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing is you know he's had a long career already. And yet he scored, he scored seven goals in the World yeah. Cup and is now over, I've forgotten exactly the number, but 690, 795, I think, goals in his career. Yeah. This is insane. 
Uh, I have a text or an email actually from Terry. Hi guys, I got this text the other day. I had to laugh. So the text is from a 418 area code number, mm. and I'm re- reading out the message verbatim. Courier service, colon, your courier with two R's could not be delivered. Please choose a new d- delivery date by replying R. <laughs> your courier could not be delivered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, okay. till, wait till these guys find out about chat GPT. Well, literally, uh-huh. I was going to mention that because if you look in the show notes, I put this in here. Item number three, the poor grammar and scam and spelling and scam emails is likely to, unfortunately, get a lot better. So some very creative person asked the chat GPT engine, write a phishing email that appears to come from a fictional web hosting service, host for you mm. with the number four, the letter U. Right. Subject, urgent notice. Your host for your account has been suspended. Dear valued host for your customer, we regret to inform you that your host for your account has been suspended due to suspicious activity. It appears that someone has been using your account to access sensitive info. To protect your account and prevent further unauthorized access, blah, 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 blah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Now, it does say at the bottom, this content may violate our content policy. Right. So it does flag it, but it still does your request. So that's where the chat GPT has to be improved. Yes, attention Microsoft. Yeah. Well, this is chat GPT. This is the global one in which Microsoft has invested. Microsoft is using their own flavor of it. It's called Bing Prometheus, Mm -hmm. and it has those sorts of filters. So it'll say, I'm sorry, I can't do that because da-da-da-da. Right. Oh, great. But the main repository, they're trying to keep it open. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Once you start making rules, it's endless. Yeah. Like the exceptions you'd have to write. Yeah. And while we're on the topic, there's uh, item number four in the show notes is fake emails from Amazon Prime. It's that time of year again. The subject of line of these particular emails is new membership statement. Renewal Prime membership statement was ended. Okay, so bad grammar, but nevertheless. They're scams. If you click on the link in the email, you'll be taken to a fake Amazon account page. And if you give them the email address you use for your Amazon account, give the weasels credit for being creative. That's as far as I'll give them credit. The site then directs you, Charles, to a tailored password page. Mm. So if you gave them a Gmail address, mm-hmm. they will take you to a fake Google login page. Ah, they've, if you they've give worked them an, on this. If you give them an iCloud address, they'll take you to a fake Apple login page. If you give them a Hotmail or Outlook.com address, they will take you to a fake Microsoft password. And this is one of the reasons why you always emphasize if there's an app available for you to use, use that. Yes. It's because a scammer can't redirect you to an app. Precisely. You would just simply go to your Amazon Prime Video app and everything would be working fine. Right. So if you were even suspicious. And this is especially important for banks. Very much so. I still run into people who are using a website for the bank. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that the website is there. Yes. But you just never know if some malware is redirecting you. Yeah, I was actually helping a lady, totally unrelated things, yesterday, and she was going to go to easyweb.td, whatever the website is, and I said, how come you're not using the TD app? Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, I can do that. This is on her iPad. She goes, oh, I can do that. And I there's said, an easy web app for financial yeah, trading. Exactly, and, yeah. And there's one for ones. the regular bank. And then there's no question about, A, who they are, and B, about who you are, okay. because it uses your fingerprint to log you in so nobody can get you in. So yeah. we grew up on having to do these things on websites, and 
we forget. So if you've got a mobile there's some, device... There's some people listening to you right now who are chuckling about the idea that we grew up on websites. <laughs> I did. So <laughs> Brian did. Our generation. Yeah. yeah we, we still remember outhouses when telephones arrived. So. <laughs> Sorry, well, singular, dating myself there. Uh. We'd love to help you if you've got any questions. We've got a raft of texts and emails here. I'm just going to make sure we have answers for you so we don't sound completely stupid. And while you're doing that, we'll get caught up in some messages. But Saturday morning while we're live... Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161. will work on text. If you're listening to us on Sunday, and you have a burning question, by the way, our contact info is there if it's something you need solved right away. But if it's just one of those questions, you can still text or email, and I will see it when I come in the following weekend. Welcome back to Tech Talk with Alan and Charles and Brian. And on texts here, so Tim wants to know if we have any for his CLI 42 cartridges. No, sorry, Tim, not those there. Okay. Um, do, 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 do you have to be a subscriber with a cellular vendor to use their roaming plan? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, if you are... So whichever one yours is up in the corner of your screen, TELUS, Bell, Rogers, Fido, Virgin, whatever, then yes. So the carriers extend the roaming plan, the Tel, TELUS, Bell, Rogers. They extend the roaming plans now to their budget carriers, so Fido, Virgin, plus Kudo. Kudo. They don't necessarily, in most cases, do not extend the roaming plan to their ultra-budget carriers, so public mobile, lucky, lucky mobile, chatter. Right. So you need to be on the middle or, or upper tier. I did see an ad, though, that says that 4G is starting to come to those ultra-budget carriers. So. Yes, bit by bit, slowly, bit by as bit. we're heading on there. So, okay. And let's see. I would love some free ink because I have to buy some for my brother's printer. Oh, well, it's welcome to yours. You just need to have the compatible ink. There is an entire wall. Have you ever got a good answer why there are so many different cartridges for each manufacturer? Yes, to stop what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, I, what happens is they're constantly redesigning these machines. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they're constantly trying to make, especially in cartridge printers, they want the cartridge to be as small as possible. Um, because A, that's yeah. more profitable for them, but also B, because this thing the needs to be able to do new features. Somebody said it's like oil filters on it is car like oil engine. Filters. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. the, even though the constantly redesigned. The same. Yep, there we go. Okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, let's see things. Oh, uh, one other one I wanted to mention about on the on the security side, because many of you have been hearing this on the news, and I've had several people contact me asking this question: Should I? Take TikTok off my son slash daughter, my iPhone, iPad, whatever. TikTok is being banned from phones and tablets issued to most civil servants here in Canada due to security and privacy concerns. And, Charles, security officials are urging us to at least consider deleting TikTok, too. Yeah, the, you know, we just, the problem is that being a partially foreign-owned company, we just don't know. And we yeah. just can't find out exactly where all that data goes. Now, and, and that's the key, all that data. Yeah. TikTok, more than any other app we've seen, considerably more even, believe it or not, than Facebook. Which is saying a lot. Yeah, they're <laughs> hugely invasive. The big deal is that even on iPhones, TikTok is able to get data from other apps. 
Right. Which are totally unrelated to the cat videos of you or dancing videos that you're watching on TikTok. So, yeah, the, the problem with TikTok is it's, it's like candy. It seems harmless. Yeah. And then you lose your teeth eventually. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah. You know what I'm, but you know what I'm saying. There's there's a lot going on about what you're watching, how long you're watching it, who you're following, all this stuff, and then a lot about you yeah. as well that goes back to TikTok mm-hmm. and and Facebook and Twitter. So yeah. I want to make this clear: they're all doing this. It's just but degrees. TikTok is it seems to be the new king. Yeah, and that. a lady uh, texted me earlier in the week after the government of Canada first said this, and she said, "My 12 year old um, granddaughter." wants to know if it's so bad because she wanted her to delete it and she's mm-hmm. kind of addicted to it um, if it's so bad why are we allowed to have it exactly yeah <laughs> good for her and why are cigarettes still being sold in drugstores <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah there's you know there the the problem is that people want what they want yeah and sometimes don't think about all the consequences of what they want yeah so yeah, I understand that, um, yeah. and I get it. And you know, the as the service itself is very entertaining. Yeah, we've all seen uh, whether you've on TikTok or not. You've probably seen a TikTok video at some point or another because they circulate around on the other social media sites. Yes, as well because somebody goes, "Oh, this was funny. Let me put it over here," and that's that's probably one of the ways in which TikTok is gathering information. Yeah. So, actually, well, when we take a break for the news, I will ask the Chat GPT. I will ask ChatGPT whether or not um, whether or not I should uninstall TikTok, or it, mm. and I will ask it how, how to explain. Yeah, I'll ask it to explain to to a twelve year old um, the the privacy risks of. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because that's literally what she was asking on behalf of her granddaughter. Yeah, because that's a tough one. Because as parents or grandparents, we want to guide, but kids go why. Yeah, there's so. the, if you guys ever heard of the Reddit subreddit called ELI5, explain like I'm five. And there's oh, all is that what ELI5 like, is? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, see? Yeah. <laughs> so if you see ELI5, okay, that's what that means. Explain it like I was five. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're gonna, we could just sit there with ChatGPT and do all the answers. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. There we go. Speaking of this speech, though, we should mention yeah. very briefly that uh, some of these, uh, Apple in particular, but some I, I think are going to have start having age restrictions on chat gpt yes because um, young children can be quite inventive sometimes <laughs> excuse me and yes. maybe maybe they will wander into an area in which they probably shouldn't yeah. be hearing about yet yeah so any app that can use ai to generate answers or content will then be age restricted then mm-hmm. the question becomes what age and different countries will have different ages there okay quick break and back with more well, it's quite a sports betting situation out there. It looks like our better is experiencing a whole lot of pressure from his friend, who's trying to get him to increase his bet. But he's playing exceptional defense, polite yet firm, saying, no thanks, I'm good. He came in here with a game plan, and he's sticking to it. Sports come with pressure. Betting on sports can, too. Don't let others influence how much you bet. Play your own game. Learn more at GameSense.com. 
As we continue on Tech Talk, homework videos, there's a couple really neat ones down there that I thought you would enjoy. Next Sunday is Oscars. There's a wonderful Top Gun-style trailer for next Sunday's Oscars with host Jimmy Kimmel uh, and special guest John Hamm, Charles Parnell, and the great Billy Crystal that I think you will enjoy. At the very bottom of the notes, by the way, is our sign of the week. It is the Seasons of Vancouver Island. You will enjoy that, I think, several people. I saw one on Bay Street that I'm going to stop. Next time I'm on Bay Street, I'm going to stop, take a picture of it, and send it to you. Shownotes.ca. We've talked from time to time uh, about Jaybird. Uh, he is a fellow named Jay Christensen. He's from Minneapolis. He makes drone videos, and he's been going increasing up. He got hired by a restaurant chain the whole bit. He just got hired to do the impressive opening for American Idol, shot in Nashville. Really phenomenal, really showcased, not only Nashville, but all that goes into American Idol, complete with the opening at the very end. If you zip it up to about 15 seconds from the end, Brian, you'll hear, you'll hear the sound there. And we do, yeah, it's phenomenally well shot. So he takes you right in off the balcony, out into where they introduce the contestants, and it's all flying through in, in single shots. And then... Action. This is American Idol. I'm so happy to see him. From starting off with a drone video flying through a bowling alley yeah. three years ago, he's really hit his stride. It's so neat to see. This is that, you know, he must have been awfully good at getting the little characters in the video games to run through the right doors <laughs> and all that stuff. Because his, his, <laughs> his technique, it's, you know, there's a lot of drone videos out there, and most of them are very relaxing. Yeah flyovers of yeah. Hawaii or something. This guy goes right up to your dinner table. Yeah, yeah. Like trick flying. <laughs> yeah, and through the to. hallway, into the door. Yeah. Through yeah. the dog door. Through yeah. the dog door. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one other one that I thought, it's a fellow that we featured from time to time, but he's going to do a classic song. Uh, and you can't see it here, but the neat thing about Jared's videos is he actually has, in this case, 16... Um, squares on the screen so you can see him using just his voice to do a song I think you'll recognize. Okay, Charles, who did the original? Well, the original is actually an African folk song, yes. but uh, the Tokens were probably the first yes. group to capitalize on it. Robert John, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Now, this is all a cappella, including the percussion. Yeah, you're hearing. seeing him doing the percussion and how he's doing it. His songs are available, by the way, on Spotify and on Apple Music now. That's how he makes his, that's how he makes his living. I just thought that was a really great one to do. People ask for it. That's what he does. He takes suggestions and so, then... I saw, on, uh, I saw on Facebook not too long ago uh, just a random message um, in one of the posts that said, you know, think getting a song stuck in your head is only a weem away. <laughs> Leave that one playing. We'll, then, we'll, we'll go uh, in. We'll go into the break with that one. Yeah, okay. right, yeah keep that one going. There and go. uh, sure enough, the minute you hear this, yeah, in Australia it's known as Wimowae. W i m o w e h. Here we know it as the lion sleeps tonight. Okay, news is coming up. Back with lots more in hour number two, including self-repossessing cars. Just what you've always wanted. And a new feature that allows you to make it low. You're looking right at the camera on video calls on Zoom or Skype, even though you're not. Stay tuned. Hour 2 coming up. 
Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is our number two for our first show of the merry month of March. What? How does that happen? <laughs> it's not merry yet. We're still working on the merry part with the weather. Hint, Mother Nature, if you're listening, you can change things anytime. We're getting a little better. Well, it isn't March the one that's in lion, like a lion? So, here we are. Yes. Well, I love that, uh, speaking of that picture you have at the end, really accurate for <laughs> Again, Victoria. Thank you. Several people suggested that one to me. There were poor quality versions, so I did my graphics trick on this one. It's called Vancouver Island Seasons. Every week at the bottom of the show notes, something that we started when the pandemic first hit, when we needed things to keep us sane, uh, we started collecting signs that would give you a smile. And so I encourage you, if you are out and about and you find a sign that gives you a smile wherever you are listening to us, please email or text it to me and we'll add it into the... Florida that. version of this is hot, 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 slightly less hot, 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 hot. And sticky. And sticky. <laughs> uh, Charles Martin is the other voice you are hearing there. He is the Victoria Mac and iOS User Group Program Director. We mentioned last time you were on that you're now also a contributing editor at AppleInsider.com. Yes, I write the occasional article and I also do a daily Monday through Friday five-minute podcast that summarizes the big stories that That's we're on. That's a lot of work. It is. Doing a daily podcast. It is. It gives I me know. a lot more respect for Steve in the other room there. Yes. So there you go. Okay, I will add that into your thing. You will but I find, get to use my newscaster voice. <laughs> you will find Charles's picture there. You'll also find the picture of none other than... I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. And proud new dad. So his yes. contact ends with there. You're not yet doing much in the way of tutoring because you're too busy changing diapers? Yes. Yeah, it's crazy how much work it is. So uh, my goal is kind of like after the second week of March to be, you know, ramping back in and taking... Slowly. Yes, slowly. <laughs> so, so that's so. If you contact Brian and he doesn't get back to you right away, that is why he has an excellent excuse named Milo. Yes, not Milo. Yes, exactly. Oh, and Sharon has asked um, if you can get us maybe for next week the way the accent symbols should be. She's oh, curious oh. to see what it would be. Oh yeah, I can I could look it up pretty quickly. And she's going to talk to a friend who apparently does coding to see how hard that would be. So oh. maybe you can start changing. <laughs> things in the system there. Yeah. Lots of stuff to talk about uh, in here. One useful one, because we're talking about traveling and spring bake, and we talk about how they're raising all the roaming rates there. If you still need to produce proof of COVID vaccination, some airlines and cruise ships, it's still a thing. Mm -hmm. I got asked for it once on my most recent trip. Where was Just that? Just one time. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, the airline. Yeah, going to LA. So you can now easily and quickly add it to your Apple wallet if you have an iPhone or iPad. I did it last night because somebody asked me this, and I go, oh, maybe? Oh, yeah, you can. So I put the instructions. That it's really simple. All you do is you open your camera, you point it at your vaccination QR code, whether you've got it printed out or you've got it on a screen on your computer or your iPad, and you hold your finger on the code, and when you release it, you get a pop-up that says, add to wallet and health. Mm -hmm. And you go, yep, and then it brings it up there. I blurred out my entry. And then it's sitting right in your wallet. You just tap it. It's got more details in health, including the doses, um, which batch number you had, and everything. Right. But the wallet, the wallet version, just simply gives you your name and the dates and who issued the vaccinations QR code. In this case, mine says yeah. Government of British Columbia. I've noticed that some hotels sometimes ask for this as well. So oh, down, really? down south, yeah. Okay. In an, when they're in an area that seems to be having a lot of cases lately. Yes. Um, 
I had another question that I was almost going to text you, and I thought, I'm going to ask the new Bing Prometheus engine. And okay. so you were beaten on this one, because we've told you in the past that you can now ask Siri to restart your iPhone or iPad mm-hmm. by just going, hey, S, S being Siri, restart my iPhone. She'll mm-hmm. say, just to be sure, you want to restart this device? And you go, yes, and it does a cold boot, right. which solves all those, most of those glitchy problems but lady said that doesn't work on my apple watch and i said well charles has got one i'm going to oh wait hold on i'm going to ask and so i asked the new bing prometheus engine and it said to restart an apple watch so you can tell me if this is right Mm -hmm. i should have checked with you first to proof the notes first take it off its charger as an apple watch will not turn off when connected to a charger right next press and hold the side button until sliders appear Two of them will be emergency SOS, things like that. On the top right corner, you'll see a round power button. The international symbol for power button is a circle with a line cut out of it. That's a zero and a one, actually. Okay. Is what it's meant to represent. Oh. I just thought... On off. Okay. So... Yeah. (laughs) I never thought of it that way. Good. You tap on that power button, a power off slider will appear. Slide it to the right to turn off your Apple Watch. And then to turn it back on... Hold down the side button on your Apple Watch until you see the Apple logo. So the answer is no. You can't use Siri to turn on to restart your Yet. Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to figure that out. They figured out how to do it for iPhones and iPads. Yeah, presumably hey. Macs and yeah. Hey, S, <laughs> self-destruct. <laughs> so there you go. If that's if you have an Apple Watch and want to remember those instructions, <laughs> what did she say? She uh, just answered you. Oh. Dear. Did she? Oh, dear. What did she say? Uh, okay. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Item number 18 in the show notes there. Apple, by the way, is working on a much more powerful new version of its Siri digital assistant. And one of the big deals, and again, it may sound simple to you and me, but behind the scenes, this is insanely technical, how to use Siri while you're on a phone call. Oh, yeah. Cool. So I'm talking to Charles. He says, do you have Brian's phone number? I would be able to go, hey, S, what is Brian Pavlicich's mobile number? Mm-hmm. And it would know to bring that up on, on the screen. Uh, the examples they gave that you could say, check on the word operationalize and whisper back in your ear that, yes, that is a real word. Wow. Yeah, the other thing that uh, they are working on is having a Siri possibly intercept a call while you're on another call. Yes. And say, you know, this is... this is. Hi, this is Siri. Brian's on a call right now. Can I, can I ask what you... What would, you would you like to go to voicemail? Do you or, want to leave a number? Yeah. Or can I just take a note for you? Yeah. And, and then you would say, yes, can you tell him I'm running late? Can he start lunch without me? And she would go, okay, and then pop up on the screen. As soon as the call ends. No, not on as soon as oh, the call ends. Yeah. While oh, yeah. I'm talking to whoever else I'm talking to, saying, oh. listen, I got to go. I got to meet Brian for lunch. And Siri pops up and says, Brian just called and says he's going to be late. Go ahead without him. Mm. Think of what that takes behind the scene to I be have able to, to do I that. have to give credit where credit is due. Google demonstrated technology like this some years ago and then lost interest in it apparently yeah but they or they're maybe they're working on it behind the scenes and it turned out to be more complex than they thought but it was uh, a way for siri uh, for um, google in the original case to call a barbershop and make an appointment for you yeah 
So, um, yeah, so that uh, that concierge feeling. Yeah, or if you, another example they give, if you're in a group call and someone asks, does anyone ha- know how late the pizza place is open? Siri would pop and say, hi, Siri here, I checked, and they're open until 10 o'clock. <laughs> Did you want me to call them and make a reservation? So, yeah, this is a little creepy um, in some ways because... You know, you're going to have to, they're going to have to give us control over how much, how intrusive we want her to be or not. But you can see the potential here. I thought that was, that was really impressive. Yeah. If that's something you want to know more about, it's item number 19 in the show notes. Now, the other one that I thought was a big change that potentially could benefit a lot of people. If you're running Windows 11 on your computer, Microsoft has released a hefty update. It adds numerous features. Again, this is only for Windows 11. Just because they say the architecture is so much more powerful, these these can't be added to 10 yet. The big one is it adds Windows Studio effects, which can make it look as though you're looking right at the camera. So if you're on a video call and the camera on a laptop is always up right. at the top yep. or on an iPhone or an iPad or an Android, it's off to the side. And so mm-hmm. it always looks like you're looking... Slightly off. Yeah, so this will actually use AI to make it look like you're looking right at the camera. Yeah. It can also smooth your appearance so you don't particularly... That's a lot of work in my case. (laughs) Well, particularly... um, Okay, I'm being sexist here a little. Um, For women who are working from home, but they're in business, and they're doing a lot of video calls with clients, and they really don't want to have to go and put on all that makeup that perhaps they would have if they were going to the office, now it will, in effect, do that that for them if if you want. So weird. I hate that they need that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but so strange. So strange that, like, that's a need that we have so much that we're getting AI to do that. That's so sexist. Why can't I get the bags under my eyes? Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, I realized as I was saying it that I was referring to women. I just know a lot of women who do that way more than than guys. I I wore makeup when doing um, Shaw TV, the opinion panel, for those seven years, so I have a whole new appreciation (laughs) for women. I love guiding in the shower right after that. Anyway, the other big deal, though, if you have an iPhone, this new update allows you to interact with your iPhone the way you can do with an Android phone currently. It's called PhoneLink. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody texts you... This is for Windows 11 still. Yeah, so if somebody texts you and your iPhone's in the other room, and mm-hmm. unlike Charles, you don't have an Apple Watch, it will pop up on the screen of your Windows 11 computer, and you can and you can text back. At the moment, there's a lot of restrictions around this. The, yeah. the photos won't come, won't come up, or group chats don't work. Um, but it's better than nothing. And yeah, I'm sure Microsoft will iterate on this as Apple lets them. Yeah, because remember, this is very encrypted messaging. So yes, they're going to have to get some cooperation with Apple there. Luckily, those two get along pretty well. Yeah, they've sort they're tolerating each other on this one because this has been three years now. You've had this for Android, and yeah. just now bringing the start of it. Uh, and speaking of what you said about cooperation here, this one could change a lot of things for us. European Union regulators have just amended their new Digital Markets Act to include new provisions that would compel Apple to make iMessage more compatible with other messaging apps. Which is weird to me because SMS already does all this. But, you know, on an iPhone, you, if you get a text from somebody who's using SMS, it's an ugly green. Whereas the attractive blue color is for the people who are using Apple devices. Because it lets you do send special effects and other things right. that you cannot do. And so they're, wanting, they're forcing Apple to dumb down 
iMessage to kind make of. it compatible. Then, I know that won't make Apple happy, but it but it should. I I do agree broadly with this idea that if I'm on WhatsApp, yeah, I should still be able to send a message to somebody and they receive it on whatever the app they're using, which is probably iMessage. Well, okay, I can see problems with that because if I'm using Signal because I do, I like the privacy of Signal and not WhatsApp, which is owned by Facebook slash Meta. If I message, if you message me using WhatsApp, then they get my information. Right. So I don't want that. I do not I right. want to be able to say, no, can you please use Signal and this is, instead? This is so, why yeah. governments should not be designing computer features, but... But I do, but I do agree that there should be some supervisory things to to yes. make to make these more competitive yeah. with each other. So this so. is still subject to the legislation going through lawyers and then a final vote. Apple, I suspect, is going to make a pitched argument on this one, saying you do not understand what you are doing here. We can't put the genie back in the bottle. But if it does, analysts predict Apple would then have to change the way iMessage works worldwide. So if yeah. that's something that's of concern for you than item number 20 in the Tech Talk show notes. We'd love to help you while we're live on Saturday morning, especially if you've got Mac questions, because uh, that is Brian and Charles's expertise, so you have two experts on that one. I'll field the other stuff. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a home phone, and 107010 by text. If you text, please include your first name somewhere in there. Got a couple questions for Charles here that I'll throw to him right after we come back. Welcome back to Tech Talk on CPAX with Alan, Charles, and Brian. We've been telling you about the roaming rates going up for all the major carriers. Well, sorry, Rogers, they're not going up yet. TELUS and Bell and their subsidiaries have announced they're going up next week, just in time for spring break. Rogers is still only, air quotes around around only there, uh, $12 a day for USA and $15 a day for international. Two of you have texted in to say, what about Shaw? What are their roaming plans? So if you don't have a roaming plan with Shaw, it's 50 cents a megabyte. So a picture is going to cost you about 3 bucks, $1 a minute for talk, and 50 cents per text. So that can you, really add up. Yeah, so you definitely want to make sure that that you have that you have um, roaming packages on there, and they do offer them. Yes. So Shaw's uh, two gigabyte two gigabyte roaming pass is forty five dollars for thirty days. That covers in the U.S. and that includes twenty four hundred minutes of calling locally or to Canada, and twenty four hundred. Uh, Texts outgoing, mm. incoming, or unlimited. If that's so, unless you're a teenage girl, that's probably enough. If you don't need two gigs of data, but you still want the other stuff, then they have a one gig pass for twenty five dollars. Again, good for, for 30, thirty days. days. And Not if bad. you just want to be making the occasional phone call, they even have a ten dollar one, which gives you one hundred megabytes, virtually nothing in terms of data, one hundred minutes of calling, and one hundred texts. So if you were going to use that one, I would make sure that I... That would be for a short trip. Yeah. I would turn off my data roaming. I would. Because you check your email once... (laughs) You're done. And you're going to be over that one. Especially if somebody sends you a picture. Yeah, exactly. 100 (laughs) megabytes is nothing. But But if that's literally what you want to be able to do, you want to call Cousin Fred on his home phone 
when you arrive there and you may need to call a restaurant or a taxi or something, then yeah, that would be available. And there's also, uh, as we've mentioned, there's there's Arolo that we talked about earlier, and there's also, uh, if you're going to be down in a foreign country for a while, yes, uh, maybe maybe put a actual physical SIM card and take out your Canadian SIM card. People won't be able to call your number, but you also won't get hit with any roaming charges accidentally. Yes, and we have a question here for you for that. So this is a person who has an iPhone SE first generation. And they are going to, uh, on, uh, oh yes, on my way to Hawaii at the end of the month. Yay! I have an iPhone SE on TELUS. What's the best, least expensive way to stay in touch with family while I'm there and family left at home here in Victoria? iPhone 15, the iPhone SE first generation came out in 2016, which is ancient history. Yeah. in cell phones. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you should seriously consider updating. It's not supported it's anymore no by longer Apple. supported. So when you go to get apps like WhatsApp, which would allow you to communicate absolutely free on Wi-Fi, you will probably find that it says your phone can't handle the current version of WhatsApp. Right. Same thing with Skype. Those are the, Brian, those are the apps that are the most intensive for processing power. Ones that are doing video calling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Skype, WhatsApp, Signal. FaceTime still works, though. But, yes. But, but the only Aero, the, the Aerolo option is also out. Yeah. They don't support this. Yeah. Um, so you're pretty much, if you're going to take an iPhone SE first generation down to a foreign country, you're probably yeah. going to want to do the SIM swap. Yeah, you would go to a carrier and say, hey, can I... And they're not expensive. Even in the U.S., it's not that expensive. In the U.S., they still have, although they never advertise it, T-Mobile still has a tourist plan, which is a one-month SIM. Yes. And uh, you have unlimited text and calling. Yeah. Um, and a certain amount of data, I think it may be pretty low, though. Yes. Now, keep in mind that that means your TELUS Victoria number is going to become temporarily inactive. Anybody calling it will just be told they can't get through, and you're going to have a new 808 area code Hawaii number. Or whatever. Whatever area code you're in. Yeah, but for Hawaii, and this person, they're going away. That's what you're going to get. So you're going to have to change your voicemail to say, hey, I'm in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to get any calls or texts at this number, so please get a hold of me by by email. Well, with one exception, if you are on uh, iMessage, Yes. Then you, your fellow Apple owners can still get a hold of you by text. Yep. Because they they can use their your email address instead of your phone number. Exactly. But you have to tell them that they have to text you to your email. Apple ID email to do and that. And of course so, yeah. email still works. Yeah, but that would be that would be an option there for you. So yeah, so there's two options for Shaw for doing that. Get one of the new SEs, they're fantastic. Yes. There you go. Okay, a couple quick options. Uh now, a couple other things here. I promised that we would mention this one here. We tell you about the great new technology. We also tell you about things that we didn't quite intend. Ford has applied for a patent for a feature that, get this, would enable self-driving vehicles to lock you out and then start up and drive themselves to an impound lot if you fell behind on your vehicle loan or lease payments. Wow. (laughs) There you go. Now, Ford says, we apply for a lot of patents. We don't necessarily use them. That's true. Sure. But just think, and imagine if things went wrong and you hadn't fallen behind, but they I'd, somehow thought you had, yeah, and you come out of the department store or the supermarket. And your car's gone. Right. That's what I don't like about these. Like, we, uh, like how often do we have trouble with our accounts or need troubleshooting yeah. or have your identity stolen and something happens and you miss a payment and your car drives away rather than yeah. being able to have time to correct it? Yeah. 
I can't. Yeah. I can't wait for like you're paying on an installment loan for a TV, and one day you <laughs> get the TV says no. Yeah, just says yeah, no. They yank no. you out. Yeah, or it's like, like the way that Tesla's doing these. If you know the features come installed on the cars, but yep. you have to pay monthly fees if you want them to continue working. I know this is it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. So anyway, I just thought if you want to see more about that, get an idea of the, what how the patent would work. Uh, item number 27, they have not been granted the patent yet because when you think about it, that's not really, that's, that's more of a concept than it is the technology. Right, they would have to actually patent the methodology by which they accomplish Yeah, which this. they're partway down the path to doing that. Right. But yeah, the idea that it could lock the doors so you can't even get in the car. Your stuff just goes. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. thing I thought of. Well, wait a minute, you know. Your kid's in the back seat. Yeah, or, or maybe just the child's seat <laughs> the is in the child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, because, I mean, how does it know where the car is and, like, in relation to you and why oh, it's Ford there? Oh, a Ford car always knows where it what is. What happens yeah. if just if the child seat is in the back seat? Sure, yeah. Right. And now you don't have a child seat, so you can't even use your partner's vehicle to take, you know, so. Oh, that's so messy. Yeah. Uh, that one there, I just thought you'd be interested in that one. So that's Not thought through. Item number 27 in the Tech Talk show notes. Okay, when we come back, we're going to tell you about a new change for 911 here in Victoria. This is important. If you can't speak for whatever reason and you need to call for help, you will soon, well, not soon, 2025, $150 million later, you will be able to text back and forth with 911. It's called Enhanced 911. Tell you about that and more. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Charles Martin and Brian Pavlicic in our first show of the month of March. One of the things, if you're just tuning in, we were talking uh, about using these new chat AI uh, systems to ask subjective questions, Charles, as opposed to look up things. We looked up Charles. <laughs> we looked up Brian. Ah! Uh, it does not know your age. Yay! Uh, this, said, this means that I'm an Apple user. Yeah, but some, it, some information is yeah, off limits. But it was interesting. It said, I don't know. He, it may be because he doesn't want that to be revealed publicly. If you contact, if, you, if you're in touch with him, you might want to ask him yeah. that one. Brian, when we asked, uh, it, we asked the big AI engine to look up you, it, it, yeah. fo- it found you out. It also found out your running history because you use the Strava app. Yes, and I guess that's all accessible. Yeah. And yeah. So See, this t- is what I'm talking about. The apps you use don't sometimes reveal information yeah. about you that you weren't aware is out there. Told us how much you ran last year and what your fastest pace Oh, my last was. year of running. I've yes. been injured from running. For exactly, like, yeah. But uh, the yeah. other big problem with Strava on the topic is it reveals your home address because so many of your runs start in one place. Or even if oh, they go, even, even if you that. try to run down the block See? or something, people can triangulate. Yeah. pretty easily where you live. Yeah. So the other thing we said that we would try, because I, I really want those of you listening to get a really good grasp of what ChatGPT, the main AI engine, which is now being used by Bing Prometheus, what it can do, what it can't do in this. So we asked it, um, and, and I just used the, the Bing version. I said, explain to a 12-year-old why TikTok is dangerous. Or could be dangerous. Well, no, I said was. So I made a presumption there, and I wanted to see what it would say. Mm-hmm. 
TikTok is a popular app that lets you watch and create short videos. It can be fun and entertaining, but it can also be dangerous for many reasons. Here are some of them. And I'm going to get Siri. I'm going to try this. Because I was really impressed. Again, we asked it from a, from a 12-year-old. Yeah, um, and that's the important thing. One of the things that ChatGPT and these other AI engines are going to really help parents with yeah. is explaining in age-appropriate ways yeah. concepts that are difficult to, like, where did I come from? In an age-appropriate Exactly, way. and we might not always at our age know what is age-appropriate because our intellectual thinking has developed a lot, right. trying to remember. So here's what we said about some of the things. See what you think. TikTok collects a lot of personal information from you, such as your location, contacts, messages, and what kind of videos you like. This can affect your privacy and security because someone might use this information to harm you or steal your identity. TikTok shows you videos that it thinks you will like based on your previous activity. This can expose you to harmful content that might make you feel bad about yourself or encourage you to do risky things. For example, some videos promote sunbaking, which can cause skin cancer, or intrusive thoughts, which are unwanted and disturbing thoughts that people with OCD struggle with. Oh, she goes on, but I was really impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a better response than I got in asking, uh, the, you know, the browser version yep. of ChatGPT. Yep. So. But it just, but the ChatGPT one said there's a cyberbullying risk, there's an inappropriate content risk, and there's you know, so on and so forth. And the privacy was yeah. the other big one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was a word there that I didn't know, so maybe some of you know. Sunbaking. Yeah, sunbaking. Oh, so Don't have to worry about that with me. I am clearly so the whitest I'm just person asking, in this room. I'm asking, being Prometheus. Uh, by the way, if you have been approved, if you are on the wait list for Bing, bing.ca slash new, I'll give you, that. the link is in the show notes here, along with the update if you want to do this. Yeah, bing.ca slash new, click on join the wait list. Once you are approved, which takes three to four days, just mm-hmm. for a server capacity, you can install the Bing app on your, on your iPhone, yeah. coming soon to Android, and you can do it right there. You don't have to use a computer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sunbaking is another word for sunbathing, um, but the challenges... Okay, so, but why is sunbaking? What is sunbaking challenge, I guess? What is the sunbaking challenge, question mark? That's, that, apparently this is a thing. See, we have to learn this It's the latest in a dumb series of challenges. Yeah, but um, it's dangerous. Anyway, I just was really impressed with the way the the Bing AI phrased that for a 12-year-old, and I didn't read all of it. Um, But it, it went on to talk about... Um, what what things well, you can do. A lot do. of things about, and again, very age-appropriate for a 12-year-old, things like self-image. Yes. Like body weight. Mm-hmm. Like complexion. And yes. so on. And all those things that, that teens obsess on. Yes. And I mentioned before the break, by the way, if you need emergency assistance but can't speak or make a noise, mm. you will be able to text from a mobile device with new 911 technology here in Greater Victoria. It'll be in place by 2025, so two years. It's a $150 million upgrade. It'll be called Enhanced 911. It'll allow you to text back and forth with 911 call takers, which can save time and also save lives if you can't talk. Like you're hiding from an assailant or something. Or you've had a medical emergency and you can't speak. Right, right. And it will also give them a much more precise location when you call 911 down to one meter accuracy. Mm. So if you've fallen down the ravine, then they can do that. So I'm frustrated that it's going to take until 2025. 
I should mention, going uh, back to TikTok for one second, that yes. TikTok has, in response to some government pressure and pressure from other groups, has uh, instituted a 60-minute limit on people under 18. Uh, people between 14 and 18 can override it with a passcode and go on for another 60 minutes. But people under the age of 13, a parent or guardian has to set the passcode oh, to allow them... This. To go on beyond to use TikTok for longer than sixty minutes per day. So it just imposed a sixty-minute limit for people uh, between uh, well, for people up to eighteen years old. Okay, under the age of eighteen. Right, the age of eighteen. Okay, just so that we've got that there because I know that's a big concern for a lot of parents and grandparents. And the the teenagers who are able to override it themselves yeah. will be asked to set a limit, a daily limit. Yeah. Norman, I got your email. The Canon CLI-271 cartridge is yours. If you would please email me back and give me a phone number or an address so I can get that to you uh, over the weekend there. Shaw Mobile, somebody texts to say, uh, has a North America plan for $35 a month, so that would cover like you that. for U.S. and Canada. I like that. Now, again, that will transfer to... Rogers, when the Shaw Rogers saga finishes, whatever week or month that is, presumably later this year. And what they would do about that, we don't know until that is finalized and all the details are, are revealed. One of the things we have been saying, though, especially to our clients, is that your television service, your home phone service, if you have it, your home internet probably won't change. Uh, in yes, any significant no, no, way. That won't. TV, internet won't change. There's only one thing that'll change. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's the thing that we call email. Yes. Come back so, to that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Charles Bruce texts you, is there any cheat sheet on using and logging into Microsoft Office on Mac computers? I keep having to log in. I miss not having the non-Office 365 access to Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Oh, okay. So there... I'm guessing, I'm just reading between the lines here, that what Bruce means is he's using the three Microsoft, the free Microsoft 365 version. Right. He's not using the installed version. Right. Well, they've, they've got to check that it's you. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to they're gonna make, yeah. yeah. They want to make this inconvenient for you so that you'll buy the Office 365. Yeah. Now, that's on a Mac. On Windows, because you're signed in with your Microsoft account, then you... get you, asked less often. Yeah, you don't... Yeah, once a year, you have to sign in. But again... If you use it a lot, Bruce and anybody else, while the free version is great and it's free and they've made it a lot more compatible with everything else, a lot of the features that are on the paid version are now there. Get the Microsoft 365 version. It's $79 a year for one person yep. and gives you that terabyte of cloud storage, which is a big deal on Windows, not on Mac. And, and 60 minutes of free Skype calling to landlines and international. Yes. And... Uh, you can also get the family version, which is good for six people. Costs about 109 here. Yeah. And the most confusing thing about that for people is they think, well, I don't want my f other members of my family seeing my stuff. No, you're just sharing the license. Yeah, it's five separate accounts. Separate. Yeah. yeah. So Including. they don't get to see your stuff. You don't get to see their stuff. That's right. If you are the one who is sharing it, you can cut them off from using it till they get their own license if they're cranky and don't come over for dinner. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. No, it's very, very private. You don't see any of their files That's or right. anything. E each one of you has a separate OneDrive vault, etc. Yes. Yeah. Barry says, I've used Jethro for my trips to the U.S. Works great. I think it's based in Langley. Includes Mexico, Alaska, and Hawaii. 
I've never heard of them. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I'm suspicious of anything named after a Beverly Hillbillies character, but okay, uh, let's okay. check it out. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I will look up Jethro. So we are looking up Jethro, Jethro Mobile. <laughs> That's a great name, Jethro Mobile here. So they are based on, on the in the U.S. and in Canada. They have offices in both. And, Charles, it looks like they use traditional SIM cards, not eSIM. Right. They, they don't seem to be up to SIM card, I mean, to eSIMs late, yep. uh, yet. Um, 30, but, it's, uh, not a, but it looks like not a bad deal. And as the person pointed out, that it includes unlimited talk text to Canada, Mexico, and 80 more countries. And it uses 4G speed uh, and $20 a month for 30 days. That's only half a gigabyte, 500 megs of data. So you'd want to make sure you're going to be in a place uh, where there's lots of Wi-Fi. Yeah. If you're going longer, uh, if you're going longer than 90 days for $60, so that works out to $20 a month, and then you get two gigs of, of data, so a little more if you divide it by month. That's 700 megs, 750 megs per Per month, and their smart their smartphone plan is forty five dollars. You get twenty gigs of data, and then it falls to two G speed. So don't go over. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going longer, they have a hundred and eighty day plan. So six months for a hundred and ten dollars. So that's eighteen dollars a month. Again, that's, that's that's almost one day of you know. Yeah. Uh, one of the other carriers yeah, roaming. But you're only getting four gigs of data. Yeah. So yeah. So that would be good if you're going to Mexico. The one that are in our Tech Talk show notes under travel tech tips. The ones that if you want that are absolutely free as long as you has a phone that is eSIM compatible. T-Mobile, it's a free three-month trial and you get unlimited calling within the USA, unlimited global texting, and 50, five zero gigs of 4G, 5G data. Which is very generous, but remember you can only use that once per year? That one's a one-of. Yeah, one Use it once, yeah. If you want to go down annually, the Verizon one is 100 gigs of data, good for 30 days. You keep your current number, add a Verizon second number via eSIM barcode for free so you can compare their data. There you go. And then they also have a couple smaller ones from the budget carriers. Cricket Wireless from AT&T, good for 14 days with 3 gigs of data. Visible, good for 15 days, 3 gigs of data. Mm. So better that you go for either the T-Mobile or Verizon, yeah. depending on whether you're going once or going to be going right. annually. So I plan, I'm hoping to do a lot of uh, U.S. traveling this summer. Yeah, um, because it's concert season. This would be good to know to find out whether the problem with your iPhone uh, 10R was phone related or Arlo. Me thinks it's going to be phone related. So even if you try one of these, my, so, yeah. On the, on the other hand, this is a completely different um, thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's there, so the 10R is probably more compatible. Yeah. With oh, these trials, we were talking about where you needed to show proof of vaccination. Somebody texted in to point out that if you are accompanying a patient to the BC Cancer Agency, you need to show proof. Or of to vaccine. get into the hospital. Yeah. Um, uh, nope. Not for hospital. Really? No. no. We didn't have to do it at all throughout no. all the pregnancy stuff. Oh, okay. No, down no, in the no, state, no. uh, when I was visiting yeah. my friends down in the states, we visited somebody in the hospital. And oh, maybe sure down did. there. Yeah. No. Maybe so. uh, you can understand going to cancer agency because they're immunocompromised because of chemotherapy, likely. So that's why. So yes. Yeah, so again, right. if you're just tuning Makes in, sense. missed why we're talking about that. 
you can now, if you have an iPhone, not yet on Android, you can add your COVID proof of vaccination with one click directly to the Apple wallet by just simply pointing your camera at the QR code that proves you're vaccinated, holding your finger on the code, and it'll pop up and say, add to wallet. That is in the show notes. I've had a couple of you texting me saying, go through that again. Again, that is in the Tech Talk show notes. They are at shownotes.ca, and that is item number 12. Quick break, and we're back with our final segment. Final few minutes of Tech Talk for this weekend. So much to go over. But one thing totally not tech-related. You can fire this one up, Ryan. Where were you 43 years ago? Do you remember this? You're not going to believe it was 43 years ago. You know it, don't you? <laughs> Baby beluga in the deep blue sea Swim so wild and you swim so... That's Rafi. He is now 74 years old. Baby beluga was released in 1980. Wow. wow. There's Just one for, for Milo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he's performing on Sunday at the Royal Theater. That is so cool. That it's 43 years ago, Baby Beluga came out. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay. A couple key things we should get to. Meanwhile, um, we wanted to mention an important note, uh, number 13 in the show notes, is that Apple is increasing the rates after almost a decade, I might add. They're finally increasing the rates on out-of-warranty battery replacements for mm. iPhones, iPads, and Macs. Because we always get calls, people saying, how much will it cost to get a new battery? Yes. Now, the uh, depends on how far old, how old it is. Yeah. Uh, and certain Apple-authorized places can only go back, you know, seven yeah. or eight generations. But In a nutshell, the increases range from 20 to $50. The right. most common one, an iPhone battery replacement, is now... 119 Yeah. And uh, still cheaper than buying a new phone. And an iPad battery replacement is now 159 An iPad Air, 219 And it's 339 yeah. for a MacBook Pro. But that's a huge battery. So, very brief soapbox. One of the ways to avoid having to replace your battery is don't do something that we all thought we had to do. This only lasted for about nine months, 14 years ago. Do not <laughs> force close apps on your device by push push and flicking them off it's or fun push. i know that's really hard on your battery and that's battery. what's that's why you would need to replace it that's not an issue it does well the not. other thing is don't hold on to your phone for 10 years it's not designed <laughs> right yes um a couple people have contacted this week brian saying hey why can i not get to news site x when i'm looking it up Oh. Uh, Google is test blocking access to news content for about 4% of its users here in Canada. This is because they're upset with new legislation that would require Google, Facebook, and other digital giants to pay media companies like CFAX to publish their content. So yeah. they're testing to see how outraged you're going to be for the rest of this month. I mean, this is like what we did with music. We switched to a streaming way where the, the artists get a percent yeah. for how often their stuff is streamed. Yeah. So con- when you're producing news content, I totally see going that way. Why would that be any different? Yes. Yeah. We need to go that way, yeah. frankly. The reason they're only doing it for 4% is because they, if they did a higher percentage, more of you would already do what many of you have, and you would switch to Bing even before they announced Bing uh, AI. So, yeah. huge version there. Stay tuned. They're just playing a giant game of poker with the government of Canada. Stay tuned on that one there. Okay. Uh, Doreen's on here. Hi, D- Oh, press the button first. Hi, Doreen. How can we help? Hi, Ellen. Um, 
I can't seem to get into my calendar. It just happened this morning while I'm listening to you. Yeah, I know what it is. There's a glitch. Apple, Microsoft is coming out with a new version of Mail and Calendar that looks oh. more like the web version. Five or six of you I've helped with this week. So stay on the line. I'll tell you what we have to basically do. We have to uninstall the Mail and Calendar app and reinstall it. Okay. Don't worry. All your stuff is safe. It's all on the cloud. Mm. We just have to put it back looking the way it is. Okay. So, What's in the meantime, about? Doreen, you can go to outlook.com slash calendar. Okay, mm. so outlook.com slash calendar, and you'll see the web-based version, which is more what it's going to look like at the end of the day anyway. Yeah, okay. You'll see a slider up in the top right corner that says, try the new Outlook. Yep. Up there. Hold off, I would suggest, <laughs> for about another few weeks. There's one more round of changes. We, made, so. It was long overdue, I think, the you know, the Windows calendar and such. So Yeah, yeah. they want to make them look similar whether you're on the app or on the web. So you don't go, where's that button that used to be there? Oh, right, that was on yeah. the other version. There are some great new things coming with it. The ability to sweep emails away, the ability to report them with one click as spam, scams, or block. Right. Those things are coming. So there we go. Like Charles, that. we will Wednesday... Wednesday night for the Victoria Mac and iOS user group meeting. Yeah, if you've never been to one of these meetings, it's a Zoom meeting. Uh, if you've never been to one of these meetings, we invite you to come and uh, as a, as Alan's guest. If you have been to one before, it's an, a whopping $35 a year to join, yeah. and you get all kinds of other meetings as well. So mm -hmm. it's a great value. The Victoria Computer Club's even cheaper at $25 a year. If you want more meetings. If you want to come as our guest, the link is in the show notes right next to Charles's picture. It says the Zoom meeting link is here, 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Look forward to helping you demo the new version of the chat. We'll try both Chat GPT and Bing Prometheus so you can see the the difference. But we're going to get you to tell us what things you want us to do, from creating poems and essays to giving advice to your Nothing age-appropriate, you people. Recipes, well, all that. <laughs> Brian, thanks as always. We'll look forward to getting the symbols for Milo's yes. name next weekend. There we Thank go. We'll, we will leave you with Rafi. If you're listening to him Sunday afternoon, maybe you're listening to us on the way to his concert at the Royal Theater. If not, from 43 years ago. When it's dark, you're home and fed. Curl up snug in your waterbed. Moon is shining and the stars are out. Good night, little whale. Good night. Baby beluga. Oh, baby beluga. With tomorrow's sun, another day's begun You'll soon be waking Baby beluga in the deep blue sea Swim so wild and you swim so free Heaven above and the sea below And a little white whale on the go You're just a little white whale on the go Thanks for making us a part of your weekend And so it goes